The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. this being kind of off-putting but now listening through right now because i i started right from the beginning yeah, yeah, so i yeah. listened so through that and evolution. Like, oh. yeah. yeah and then this i was like oh i can't wait to get past this era because mm. i remember it being rough but that's where i'm at dude i started <laughs> so you know who i really liked was um and, and again i say really liked and i i really didn't dive too much in there i listened to, oh, i don't even remember the name of her album but i went out and i bought this album because the fucking album cover i loved the artwork and then i delved into them a little bit more it was iron maiden Hey, Iron Maiden's good. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I can't remember the name of the album, but it was an album with like a tank in World War II and all these skeletons sitting on the tank, like the old World War II photos yeah, of the guys yeah. on the tank. And I'm like, that's a dope-ass cover. Eddie. I got to go get... No, Eddie, I don't even think Eddie was on it. It was just these other skeletons. Really? I'm like, I got to go get this album. So I went out and bought the album. I'm like, all right, this album is awesome. But <laughs> again, not having listened to like a full album all the way through and in order, I don't know even where that sits in their discography yeah. and in their sound and you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting when you do that, though. Yeah, oh, I and, and go that's back the thing, and dude. listen back, to it. Back in the day when, um, back when Pandora was first coming up, before even Spotify was really a thing, I used to do that. I used to get on there. It was it was more like a lot of '90s alternative I was listening to then. Yeah, um, and discovering all these bands, and I'm like, all right, oh, this is a good song. I'm gonna go through and listen to their discography, right? So like Oasis, yeah, or Pearl Jam, yeah, or Nirvana, and all that good shit. So I used to love doing that. I, yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Until you did the Beastie Until Boys Until I did one. the Beastie yeah. Boys. I was like, all right, this is cool. This yeah. is cool. I like But that inspired this. me to do that again. And so I decided to do it with Metallica because they yeah. have a new album coming out this year too. Oh, do so, they? Oh, yeah, okay. So I wanted to kind of build all the way up to it. But yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a rough spot. <laughs> I'm in a rough <laughs> spot in their history, dude. But yeah, this is not hardly awesome, by the way. No, no. This is, uh, we're doing something different. Well, it's different. hardly awesome. Yeah, it is hardly awesome. Just Anthony's, not your normal programming. Yeah, Anthony's not here. It's just me, Chris. And, and Jim. <laughs> and Jim. Uh, but we're not doing out of the shadows either. No. Um, no. We decided what we're going to do is something different. We decided when an- whenever Anthony's not going to be around, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some stuff that we like to talk about. Yes. Now, we like to talk about horror, so you can go listen to that on that other yeah. podcast. And there's a lot of stuff we like to talk about. Yeah. But this is just what came down the pipeline. Yeah. Um, we decided we're going to do stuff where we're going to talk about history, historical mm-hmm. stuff. We both like historical things. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned before you have a, a degree in archaeology. Yep. So like somebody who has that kind of a degree means like you have some sort of interest in the past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So whenever Anthony's not here, we're going to make hardly awesome, hardly history. Yes. And that's what we're doing today. We're going to just talk about that kind of stuff. So tell me a little bit more about this, though. When you say you have an archaeology degree. Well, I like, have. What um, does that mean? I have a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> but what does it mean? Like, so what? What does that mean? Like, like with you that, always start at the beginning, the very beginning, dude. No, but with that, can you you can be like I can go digging dirt. What? Yeah, um, As a so I could, Is it a science degree? No, it's not a science degree. It's uh, it was uh, through the school of art. Well, arts and sciences. Okay. Um, but I can, I mean, like, and this is why people always bring this up. They're like, why don't you go use your degree? My, especially my parents. Like, go use your degree. And I'm like, yo, that would be so cool and that'd be a lot of fun, but it would be an investment, I feel like, of time and money to get back into it. You um, think so? I do think so. So what is it I'd though? What do you do with that? I'd to go back to like a field school and get brushed up on my, my technique and, you know, what's going on. Because I graduated- But it's about digging? It's about literally going and, un- and physically uncovering history? Is that what yes, archaeology is? Yes. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of analyzing. It's a lot of piecing together and theorizing if it's something that's unknown. So coming up with, like, you come across, like, say somebody's, you know, in the woods mm-hmm. and they trip on this little thing and so they start to dig example. it out and all of a sudden, you know, they're like, hold on, this looks like it's the top of a uh, the foundation of something. So then you would come in, uh-huh. you and a team would start to dig there uh-huh. and see what's there. Like that's yes. what your thing would be. Yes. You you would probably do some research on the area to figure out what was going the history. on. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times when you walk in, 
and I'm not an expert, so don't take anything yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying as as um, you know. <laughs> this the is word hard. Of law. Dude, this is hardly history. <laughs> if people are listening to this, like no, we're but give I feel them. like because I'm very passionate about this, and yeah. it really interests me. So when I get talking about it, I feel like I kind of come off like when I speak about it, it kind of sounds like I know what I'm talking about, but. Just be just be aware of that I may not. This is just how I see it. <laughs> yeah, you see it how you feel. So when you walk in, you're going to kind of have an idea of the time period you're looking at. So perfect example, I do a lot of hiking in the area. There's parks where I go to where I'll be walking in the woods and I'll come across the foundation of an old building out there. Okay. Um, and so you'll have an idea just by looking at it and kind of examining it just by your eye of what kind of time period you're looking at. So you'll have an idea. You can do your research of what was going on, what was in like the Like if you see it's it's wooden, if you see there's some sort of mortar. A lot of the stuff I mortar. find here and I see out in the woods here is like stone and mortar. Okay. So probably like 1800s time period. But yeah, so that, that would probably be your starting point. You're going to want to identify what you're looking for. So like when I did a dig at Old Fort Niagara... For those who aren't familiar with the Buffalo and Niagara area, well, Fort Niagara is an old military installation that sits at the corner of the Niagara River mm-hmm. and Lake Ontario. Yep. We have Fort Niagara on our side, Fort George is on the other side. I believe it's Fort George is on the other side. That was, was this, the, this was during, was it for the Revolutionary War? Was it for this, this, French this and Indian? Fort, so the, the, the main building on the... Uh, on the site, the French castle was built in, oh God, 1620, I think. 1620s, I think. So it was built originally, I think, by the French, and then it, it consistently changed hands throughout throughout okay. wars, you know, the British to Americans. I, gotcha. I don't know if the French ever took it back. But when we were there, we were looking for a building called, and this was the summer of 2011, we were looking for a building called the Red Barracks, which was originally established as a barracks. It was used as um, like a medical wing at one point. Not a building that's currently standing, though. When you say you're looking for yeah, it, it's no longer there. there. If you're you looking went for there, the you'd foundation. have no idea that this thing was there unless you did like like satellite imaging, um, if you looked at old plans from, from the fort. So we were looking for that. We were looking for the foundation. Um, my pit, we dug four pits, I believe. My pit had one of the corners of the building in it, which was kind of cool. Uh, we found some really cool How shit. How deep was your pit when you say a pit? How oh, deep do you God. dig? Well, like, could depends. you stand that up depends. in it and then the, and the yeah, ledge yeah, is yeah, over yeah. your head? Yeah, No, not over my head. It wasn't okay. that deep. Uh, okay. Maybe up to my waist is, I think, maybe as okay. deep as we went. But that's also going to depend on how deep into the ground your material you're looking for is, too. I mean, you're not going to dig a, a pit that's five feet deep. I mean, that's just insanity. But your, your pit's <laughs> going to be different depending on how down, you know, yeah. far down your material is. Um, so, but that's what you kind of do. You identify what you're looking for, and then you go in and you look for, for it. For you, was it more about that, about like discovering and, and looking in and like searching for or or researching civilizations? Or like in archaeology, do you yeah. also deal with like dinosaur bones and shit no, like that? No, that's paleontology. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's totally different. So archaeology specific to so civilization. Anthropology, the, the, the loose definition of anthropology is the study of humankind, yeah, the right. history of humankind. Right. And when you break that down you've got different subsects you've got physical anthropology which looks at the evolution uh if that's what you believe okay yeah from you know primates and everything into what we are now homo sapiens what studies the cultural anthropology which studies you know the different cultures you know whether before or currently living in the world and how they interact and intertwine with each other historically and presently okay archaeology which studies past civilizations that's what you're into so yeah i was into archaeology although i loved all of it dude What's the one that it. studies, um, so you said like there's one that studies evolutionary, like the physical piece of it? Yes, yeah. Right? What studies the idea that we were uh, we were primates that ate certain mushrooms and then all of a sudden- Well, it, that, would be, that would be probably covered under physical anthropology. Because that's a, that's, that, that's a real kind of idea that people theory, think yes. about, right? Yeah. Um, um, there's also- That's probably this, a fringe theory, okay. a fringe part of physical I was going to say, there's a, the other but, fringe one also where people think that as primates or as whatever our mm-hmm. original ancestors were, we came in contact with otherworldly beings that literally- Yes. Put us in this. Kind. Yes. Is there, is that taken seriously at all now at all? Or is that not I still? I couldn't tell you as much as, as much as I can believe that. And I can see that. Okay. I, I, I can't answer that on the general population of uh, anthropologists. See, these are the kind of things that we're going to talk about on hardly, hardly history. We'll yeah, talk dude, about legit like historical said, shit. We'll I'm talk about this stuff. Shit. That's this is my fringe, right in my alley, dude. Right. Hell we'll yes. talk about that kind of thing. So dude, I've, I've every time you've always said that about archeology span in my mind, mm-hmm. I feel like I see you, like, unfortunately, you're in the wrong era, but you should be like the Indiana Jones character. Well, like the professor you, that, that on the down low also does the real exploring yes, and dude. the real 
you know, mm-hmm. thing behind it. Now, obviously, Indiana Jones is is made to look heroic because it was supposed to be a pulp kind of hero, right? Yes. This idea yes. that we see this hero on the screen. But, to a degree, to but, a degree, because there's very there, there's a lot of instances where archaeologists will be doing their thing. Yes, and here comes these fucking That's gorillas exactly out of the what jungle. I'm, not man, even just that, dude. Guns yeah, and shit, dude. You know what I mean? That's what I was gonna say. Like. There's still this reality that these professors that you see teaching school may be mild mannered. That oh, we had you know, one at, at UB man who legit goes out in the field and does yeah. the work, and in, in certain instances are going to come down to life and death situations. Now it's not dramatized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't hear swelling music, and you don't see sweeping <laughs> camera shots and special and there's effects. There's no like no like underlying dramatic love story where you're fighting <laughs> yeah. Nazis and but shit for, like that. But, but like every time you said archaeology, in my mind, I was like, so do you teach with that? Or do you actually go out and do the thing? But I guess well, you could do both. Well, and that's the thing. You can do... so Because you could teach, right? Could you, you can teach, teach with that? You could teach at university, which would help with you know doing your research. That university would hopefully help you fund, yeah. help fund your research. Right. So during the regular year, you're at the school, A, teaching, but then B, um, analyzing and cataloging things that you've dug up through in the summer. And then during the summertime, summer months is when you go out and you do your expeditions, do your, your research, do your digs. Um, and things like that. So, yeah, what stops you or, from wanting to do that, dude? Or you can get a job. There's a lot of, like, when you build a new building, yeah. part of the law is, at least in the U.S. and especially surveyors in the U.K. and a lot in. of Europe, just because of all the material that's there, is surveyors, archaeological surveyors yep. have to come in and determine that there's no archaeologically significant material there before you start digging. If there is, the construction project gets put on hold until it's excavated and studied, and then you can continue. What if... Because uh, there's, there's fucking reports, dude, of, like, in England... Where they've yeah. torn down a parking structure and they found the remains of uh, an old English a knight king. or some shit, a yeah. king, dude, under a parking lot. You yeah. know what I mean, dude? Yeah, crazy, right? Wild. Because back then they didn't think of stuff like that. They're just yeah. like, ah, just go ahead and put whatever or over New this. York City, dude, finding uh, the remains of a ship in the middle of New York City, and you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't even make sense. But if you go it back does. and you look, yeah. New York City didn't used to be as far out in the water as it used to. Right. Be. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy, it's huh? Crazy, yeah. Yeah, dude, this will be the stuff we talk about because I love history overall. Mm-hmm. Like when you talk about New York City in those old days, like like I love. That's one of the pieces, and we're going to get into our favorite topics oh, of, yeah. of history a little bit later in the show. But dude, this is what I want to do. I want to talk about this kind of stuff, right? Like good, the good, good. And, and then we bring Me too, stories because I've been, like I told you earlier. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm like, because you've been giving me, you got this calendar at work, the History Channel thing, where it gives you on this date in history, right? And I've been reading them as you give them to me. And I'm like, man, I should really start delving back into and studying history again. Because I love that. And I, um, you know, my whole, at the end of my, because I went to undergraduate school. I didn't go to uh, graduate school. But like my last year and a half, two years, I wasn't so much focused on that as much as I was, all right, we're moving to California for film. Yeah. And... It was a great experience. Yeah. It was a great time. I had a lot of fun, but I yeah. kind of, there's times where I'm like, man, I should have just kept on with that, dude. Hey. I should have kept on with it. Should have, could have, would have. You know? And the, I mean, there's nothing that says I can't now, there's but there's no again, deadline. There's a, nothing that's like, just, just do it. Just yeah. whenever you do it, do it. Get in yeah. on it. Yeah. Anyway, cool. That'll be hardly history. We're going to come Word. back to other history stuff. But before we do, dude, let's take our regular sidetrack here. Let's yes. go check in on our Buffalo Bills, and then we'll come back and talk more history, history. stuff. The Bills make me wanna. <laughs> Okay, so we're back now with Aaron. Welcome back to Talk Bills this weekend and the last week. The most, I mean, I don't know, the craziest, most emotional and important weeks in a while yeah. for Bills. Which is saying something with this season because it feels like Which, every week we're like, this is the most emotional week. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like, yes, for Bills fans and Bills Mafia and the Bills organization, but also for the NFL because everybody was there. Everybody was supporting. Yeah. The Bills and everybody was watching and paying attention. Yeah, yeah. It was a big deal. Uh, The last episode was cut in half. Listeners heard us talk about you know stuff in person and then we the next time we recorded we were on zoom um, because we ended up going late with the last recording and had decided to cut it so we could go watch this bills game this, yeah, this pretty fault. <laughs> this important bills game so yeah here's the thing we went and watched this bills game and what a game we're sitting there and the anticipation anticipation's building it's like how is this gonna how's this gonna play out 
This is the the first game since since the whole thing with Demar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Not the first NFL game. We watched the day before. There was some games, and so we That's already saw how people were were reacting and playing. And the outpouring and the support, man. Everybody showing up with hats and shirts and sweatshirts and shit, saying, uh, you know, for Demar and number yeah. three and all that. Yeah. And then there was all the the videos, you know, the the mm-hmm. little video Tributes. packages, all that stuff coming up. And and how is this team going to respond? How is this team going to play? Is this is is their mental going to be there? Are they going to be able to focus? Are they going to be able to execute game plans? Uh, first kickoff comes out and it's Naheem Hines going to return it. And we've seen Naheem Hines since the Bills have acquired him, right? I don't want to say that he hasn't been able to step up because he's made important plays and uh, since he's been with us and and he's he's put some work in, but we've not seen his breakout game yet. We've all been kind of rooting to see Naheem Hines' breakout game since we got him. At least I have, right? I'm watching him play it week in and week out and just like really pulling for him to have a really good game. And he returns this kick and he's heading towards the pack. You could just see it happening and it starts to unfold and he bounces out <laughs> and he starts going out along the sidelines and you're like holy shit is this really happening? Like, there's nobody there. What the fuck there's is happening there. right now? And Aaron, I remember Aaron jumps up and she goes, "Is this real? Is this real?" And he fucking runs it back for a touchdown. Fuck yeah. 96 yards and I've li- I've watched this over and over again in the last week and I love just the way the announcers call it. Like they're talking, they're doing their normal thing. Like it's so and so degrees here at the field and then all of a sudden Jim Nance starts to realize what's happening. And then yeah. Tony Romo is like, "It's storybook. It's fake." He's just the way he's saying it. Yeah, dude. Like, is this Hollywood or is this Buffalo? Just like the things they're saying. Yeah, it's, like, it's oh, insane. It's so, it's so amazing. So that felt like it was going to set the tone. It was like, "Holy shit! Okay, yeah. this is where we're coming from. Our boys are ready to go." Right. Um, we had heard stories that Demar had met with the team over FaceTime right beforehand, mm-hmm. and and that it really hyped the guys up and made a lot of the guys feel a lot better. So yeah, what when Naheem he... Himes run, ran that kickoff back, he set off every alarm in the ICU. Demar, what was he in? <laughs> he um, was he in Cincinnati at the time, or was he, was he in Buffalo? In, he was still in Cincinnati. Okay. He didn't get okay. back to Buffalo until the Monday after the game. So. Monday, okay, right, yeah. Uh, and so we watch the game play out, right? And there's some good plays. There's some rough plays. There's some, you know, it's it's a good game. It's a really good game right now. And we're watching it play. But we're feeling great, man. It's just oh, yeah. like, this is good. This is going to be good. And we come back from halftime, right? And we have to kick off first. Mm-hmm. So we kick off and, right? Was that the initial piece? And then then it was time for them to kick off to, or was it a punt? No, it was a kickoff. They, no, they scored. They yeah. scored and it was the only time they took the lead. And yeah. they were kicking off to us. Yeah. So they took the lead from us. They kick off to us. Naheem Hines. There's no way he's going to do this. Right <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like we like, like put your dreams away. Like it's going to be cool. Well, wouldn't it be cool if, yeah, but it's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. Keep dreaming. It's going to, it's okay though, because like he got what he got. He's, he's going to feel good. Let's oh, get some yeah. yardage. Let's well, put this on the, the 30. Let's put this on the 35. Like let's get some yardage out of this. Yeah. He set the tone for the beginning of the game and said, all right, boys, now we're in this. Now we, we got to do this for DeMar and yeah. here we go. And now, now he's returning it again. And then he gets free again. And it's yep. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening this right now? This one was from the end zone. So yes. the yeah. 96 yards. This one was like 101 or something. Yeah. So, yeah. In the end zone. Yeah. What so. in the world? He set a record now. Like, like he's the only bill to ever do that, right? Yeah. He's the only Buffalo bill to ever do that. He's the only player in the NFL to ever run two punts back in one game because he did that as a Colt and then run two kickoff returns back in one wow. game. He's the only NFL player ever to do that. Dang. That's dope, dude. Good for yeah. him. But and man. by the way, we're playing the Dolphins today, who rank number last in the league in defending punt returns, I think. No kickoff returns. And like 28th in the league in punt returns. So Yo, let's do it. Unleash the, all unleash our points him, from that today. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, last week was such an intense game. Uh, an emotional win. And then it we just not- felt like, it felt like, all right, cool. This is great. But now we're all watching. We're all watching the games that are being played and unfolding because we need to know who's playing who at yep. what time. And that's the deal. We're playing the Dolphins we, today. Yeah, we knew when our game ended, we were playing the Dolphins. We just didn't know what time until yeah. You know, yeah. Monday or Sunday night. But yes, we're playing the seven-seated Dolphins today. They are decimated by injuries. Like they Yes, like, that's what I've we heard. We were in week three. Yeah, like they're on their third-string quarterback. Oof. Moser, who run for over 100 yards against us, is out. Yep. 
bunch of their um and Mostert's uh, one of their one of their like that's one of their top players. Um he's one of the ones that we were, were gonna have to worry about should he be playing today. Mm. Yeah. And the other running back Wilson is good too. So we still have little worries, but they had a lot of their like tar- Armstead, one of their great offensive they had been ruled out, but their questionable list is really long. Those are the wow. only people that have been ruled out, but the questionable well, list is and Tua Tua is obviously out. Yeah, Tua's yeah, yeah. out. That's, um and Bridgewater that's why we're on our third string, yes. Bridgewater's out for sure, or is there a chance he may play? They said uh, Mike McDaniel said on Friday is Thompson, Skylar Thompson. Okay. So, okay. so when do they got to announce that though? Because I mean, the game game time's coming up here pretty damn quick. For sure, it's ninety minutes before. So by eleven thirty, we'll know for sure who's inactive and stuff. Oh, okay, I'm not worried. Yeah. No, I'm really I'm not. not. I feel I don't want to be too casual about it though, and just be like, oh, the Bills will take it easy. I don't want to do that. But I'm I'm not worried in that. I think the guys are literally. In this motion, in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. on track to, to where they need to be. I think, you know, the the weird slumps that, that you typically see in the middle of a season for certain teams. I mean, we dealt with that early on, which was all right. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of injuries early on, which now, you know, a lot of these guys are coming back healthy, which is awesome. Our injury report is very small. We have two people questionable today. That's it. No who's, one who's out, questionable. So. Jordan Phillips and um, Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, McKenzie, guessing- really? Yeah, he has a hamstring thing. He hasn't practiced all week. So I'm thinking McKenzie might not play, but I am guessing Jordan Phillips will play because he hates Miami with a passion because they <laughs> caught him. He has a beef. <laughs> and he has been playing with a really fucked up shoulder all season. So he will. he's essentially playing with one hand, one arm. Mm-hmm. He has been. So he will play against Dolphins, I'm sure of it. Isaiah, I think because it's the Dolphins, like if he's hurt, like just set him. Like we have other players. Yeah, he especially if set. it's a... Especially if it's a hammy injury, don't yeah. Yeah, and yeah. especially if Hines is feeling it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah. if he if we see a nice opening return again, it doesn't have to be a run back. Not that that will happen. But no, just a nice return in general. Yeah. Right. You know, and he starts feeling it, like play him a lot more. Start yep. utilizing him more now. And especially also, if he's in the headspace for it. If he's feeling it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other other news that happened this week is I don't know why, but we signed Colby Easily to the active roster. Yeah, I saw and that. And we have elevated John Brown for today from practice squad and someone else from practice squad, a defensive tackle. And I'm not going to try to say his name because it's Eli and then a name that I can't, a last name I can't yeah. say. So. And we had John Brown last weekend too. And and boy, did we, man. He got that touchdown. Mm. His first is the first NFL catch since 2020. And it's a touchdown for how many yards? <laughs> like 70 yeah, air yards or something. Jesus. Like it was amazing. It was amazing. So, okay, what else is what else are we looking at this weekend? There was other news first for the week. The big news that Bills uh, has opened up the activation window for Micah Hyde and Jameson Crowder. Micah Hyde, who had neck surgery and was out for six months, which would have put him until March has done so much work that he is actually maybe going to be able to play in this deep <sighs> if we make a deep postseason run. I don't know how I feel like, about that, though. Do you know what I mean? Dude, like, I love okay, I, know, I love I it, know. but I just worry about, like, if, it's, if it was supposed to be you. until March, yeah. they wouldn't then do why anything. not do it until March? I know, but they won't do anything unless the doctors clear him, and they're looking at scans and see that it just got fused quicker than it does. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, they're not going to risk yeah, like some of these guys that. are in such peak performance, dude. That like that that heal f- healing factor. They're like fucking Wolverine, bro. They're like yeah, Wolverine. I know. They yeah. they they yeah. regenerate yeah, so much faster and better. Gets a concussion in a game, he's fine to come back on the field. Gets another one, they put it back on the field. Great. Okay, that dude. might not be a great example. <laughs> yeah, not a not a good one. <laughs> not Mike but, White either. Don't don't talk about Mike White, dude. But that would be cool off Micah Hyde because. You know, all of our stats this year for the Bills were actually improved in most of our stats compared to last season. However, the one thing that we're way back on is deep catches, like uh, defending deep catches. We were first in the league last year, and now we're 24th. And that is 100% because we're losing Micah. Mm. We lost Micah Hyde because Jordan Boyer has been playing injured all year. Like, that is why. Yep, And and why it took Trey White a while to get back on, too. Yes. But having yep. Hyde back for like against Chiefs or Bengals or in the Super Bowl, like when, and it doesn't mean he is right. It's just the window's been activated. He has to be. They have to make a decision on him in 21 days. That means so. I like how you say that we have to have him for the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs are going to be around because they're oh, not going to win. Optimistic, today. huh? They're not going to. They're win. not playing or not, today. Or, or so not they're today, definitely next not going to win today. <laughs> the, they're not. So, they're not winning their next game. And here's Don't worry thing. about it. Chiefs got the bye this week. Yeah. Yes. Let them have it. I think I think given the situation with what happened with Demar, I think for us to have a week off and have a bye week would have hurt us actually. 
I think because we are playing every single game, we're going to be playing every single week straight through to the Super Bowl. We're going to be able to ride that wave and that high from everything that happened with DeMar. And especially after last weekend, we got to ride that wave. We got to ride that all the way through to the end, man. And I think if we would have had a buy, I think it may have hurt us. I really do. Okay. So I, uh, I, I think let them have it. But what about San Francisco yesterday? Yeah. That they was ran quite over the Seahawks, which wasn't too surprising. It was surprising that it was Seahawks were ahead at half. That was yeah. the surprising part. But then last night, what the hell was that? Was that more of a Jaguars coming back, or was that a Chargers mm. collapse? I saw the poll. Everyone picked Chargers collapse. So. Really? See, I didn't. We didn't finish watching the game. We only watched the part of it. I watched the first half. Yeah, I was Chargers surprised. Twenty-seven-zero. Yeah. Surprised when I saw so Jaguars won. I was like, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So this is yeah. what this means. Tonight is Ravens and Bengals, assuming that we beat the Dolphins. If Bengals win tonight, then we play Bengals next week and the Jaguars will go to Chiefs. Yeah. If Ravens pull off the upset tonight, Jaguars are coming here and Ravens yeah. will go to Chiefs. So yeah. that's what we're looking at for the AFC pitcher right now. Assuming but you that said we the win. Bengals will come here next week, right? If they win, yeah. Okay, okay. If Bengals win tonight, they come to Buffalo. And they're playing who? Bengals are playing? Ravens without Ravens. Lamar Jackson. That's but, oh, that's right. Without Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson tweeting, sounding like he's a a, a doctor. Uh, did you see this thing where he tweeted so, something yeah. about his his injury, and now everybody was questioning: Did he really write that, or did like the, the organization doctor. make him write that? Uh, no, because there's all these questions the, in terms of is he really has, hurt or is he holding out for money, and is he holding out because they're not renewing or paying him what he wants to be paid for his contract? Ah, the organization so, has failed him that they have not clarified this and all this time that he felt like he had to tweet this okay. with the help of his doctor or whoever helped him. Gotcha. Him. Gotcha. The organization's mm. really sucked it. But if you look at uh, Ravens and Bengals played last week and Bengals beat them. But if you look at the actual box scores and stuff, like it was a closer game than the score showed. They were playing with their third string quarterback last week who had four turnovers, which is why they lost. And they're playing with Huntley, their second string tonight. So there's a chance. There's a chance. And, and always a chance. All it takes is one thing, man. Yeah. One little thing, not being in yeah. the right mindset. One little thing where you lose one player, and that's all it takes, man. Yeah. So anything can happen. Yeah, your t- all, your your O line collapses more often tonight, and sh- yeah. I mean, it just depends. It depends. Yep. It, it's that's that phrase, right? Any given Sunday, like at any yep. time, the tables can be turned. Yep. So that's why I don't want to go in and say, yeah, we're going to ride this wave and take it to the Super Bowl, but. You, you always want to be cautious and we know even though we're playing against their third string quarterback this could be his Sunday this could be the well, day he blows remember, Brock Purdy I was going to say remember Brock Purdy's a third string quarterback this exactly. kid Tyler Thompson was actually drafted right before Brock Purdy so oh no shit exactly so all right, Aaron. So what do you think? How are you feeling about this game? Well, because I've been a Bills fan for decades, I can never feel very, I feel like I jinx it if I say I'm confident, but <laughs> it should. And I'll say that like should in quotes. On paper, on paper. On paper. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's picking. Bills should destroy that. And I think playoff, we know playoff Allen is a completely different different beast and we saw little glimpses of him last week like with that throw to smoke and the throw mm-hmm. to stefan like i think it'll be a you know a complete destruction but like i said the deck i'm scarred so i hate even saying that i feel like i screwed it up <laughs> by saying it out loud so like you want me to go back and delete that like it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> if we end up losing and before you put this up delete that <laughs> <laughs> oh oh god oh man yes. well and like so many people, like all the experts are obviously picking bills to win. It's going to be a runaway. And yeah, fans, that's the one worrying thing. Right? Are, people are already looking at next week and who our opponents are going to be. And, you know, that makes me worried. But again, the, the team isn't doing like that. Like the team's not thinking that. So who no. cares yeah. what we're thinking? One the week at a time. Yeah. They say it's zero, zero. You know, it's a one yep. game, one game season right now. And like, yep. I, like I, I've been saying the whole season, and I know Chris doesn't agree with this. I don't care how we get there. As long as we get there. Yeah, so yeah I don't care there. either. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't good. matter to me at all. I'd like to a look good is, doing it. A win is a win is a win. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, Yeah, but look at the we, Bengals fucking stumbled into the Super Bowl last year. True. You know what I mean? We we like, we like don't look the same this year as last year, but when you actually look at the statistics, we are on the same, almost even a little better this year. So it's weird that it doesn't look the same. That's my first point. My second point is the 2019 Ravens, 
like destroyed almost everyone all season long. They were killing it and they got knocked out first round of the playoffs. So this yeah. adversity, this close games we've been winning, this is going to be important. We needed that experience for the playoffs. Oh no, we, absolutely. Because that was something we've been struggling with is, is, is winning yeah. close games like that. So if we kept the season going the way we would like it, like the first two games against Rams and Tennessee that we destroyed the Allen mm-hmm. sat out the last quarter, I mean, yeah. we would feel more confident right now, but it actually wouldn't be a good thing, probably. Well, yeah, we'd feel more confident, but what would that do to our psyche? Would that make us overconfident? Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to get in our heads, man, because that's yeah. that's no good. Look at we did that four years in a row. Keep them humble, I, you know. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Well, no, but that's then. what Sean McDermott's there for. He's done a very good job of keeping this team humble. Yeah, for very sure. good Co- job. Coach of the year. Word. <laughs> I want him. Anyway, Aaron, thanks so much again uh, for bringing us all the NFL and Buffalo Bills wisdom. Yes. Go Bills. We'll see you Go next Bills. time. Go Bills. The Bills make me wanna. <laughs>there you go dude that's the buffalo bills yes uh, big, i'm excited excited to watch big important it. game today depending on how you look at it i mean again i'm not too worried but it's important because it's it's you lose a game you're done that's the thing that sucks now yeah it's, it's like knockout rounds mm-hmm. now so so anytime is a so knockout if you have an off game it's like yeah. fuck man you don't we can't afford to have off games no, now no i don't think we're gonna but all right, dude, let's do this now. Instead of so normally what we would do is we'd see what's going on in the news, right? Yes. Let's going on in the world. So for the Hartley history version of it, let's see let's see what happened in the world. Yes. On this week. This week yes. in history. All right, you want to go first? Um, yeah, because I, I just pulled up a website. What is it? The history website? No, Britannica website. Oh, we're me and Britannica, <laughs> this day in history, January yes. 15th. That's all. Yeah, if we're looking at the same thing, that's cool. We'll just pick I picked, different uh, things. I picked a different day later in the week, but... Oh, nice, nice. I picked one for today. Uh, okay. I, there's just a few things that happened this day in history. Do you remember this? The U.S. Airways Flight 1549... Piloted by Captain Chelsea Sully Sullenberger, oh, I the do remember third, this. Yes, landed in the Hudson River after the plane flew into a flock of Canada geese, uh, Canadian geese, shortly after takeoff, resulting in severe that? damage of the plane's engines. Two thousand nine. It says there's no fatalities, but didn't those geese die, bro? Yeah, they're talking human fatalities. Come on, dude. still. I know, I know. They can't, I, I can't show no love to them geese. Huh? They're like I fuck agree. them bitches. And here's the thing: I do remember this because, yeah, maybe it's eight years later, but we're still traumatically in the wake of 9 11 mm-hmm. so when you hear airplane crash Hudson new york Bay. city you're like oh fuck yeah. not again man yeah you yeah. know uh, emergency um, landing right the idea was and that was a thing didn't they make a movie about him they did uh tom hanks plays him yes dude can you imagine like you do some crazy shit in just like just to be a decent human you save someone's life or some mm-hmm. shit right you're leaving here today as we're done recording you're about to go in your car you see this little girl running across the street you look down you see a runaway box truck and you <laughs> run across and save her and just as you do it nicks your leg and just fucking like knocks you down and now you're in and the now hospital I with a broken get a leg, leg amputated or something dude and then they make a movie about you and they're like uh yeah we're gonna have fucking tom hanks play well, look you at the other one he did what was the other one he did um <laughs> the 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 Cat- Castaway was based on a true story, I believe. I know the was it? I believe so. And then what was the other one? The captain um, of the ship with, yes, the, with the Nigerian pirates yes. or Somali pirates, dude. They used to they called them Irish. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Yeah, what the yeah. But yeah, two thousand nine, man. That was um man, that was quite a while ago. Years ago. Wow. Feels like le- feels like yesterday, doesn't it? <sighs> Time flies, man. What, how's that song go? Time keeps on slipping, slipping, yep. slipping into the future. Mm-hmm. All right, so mine. We're going back um, about a hundred and eleven years ago. Oh, nineteen twelve. Okay, with British explorer Robert Falcon Scott and his four members uh, of his expedition to go to the uh, the South Pole. Oh. Okay? So uh, they embarked on their second Antarctic expedition. Um, this was to get to, to the, uh, the the South Pole. They embarked in June of 1910. They had ponies, motor sledges, dogs, and 11 others originally. Okay, the motors soon broke down. Ponies had to be shot, and then the dog teams were sent back on December 10th of 1910. They began their uh, to ascend Beardmore Glacier. 
with three man-hauled sledges. So these dudes were literally pulling their sledges. Um, December 31st of that same year, seven of the men turned to base were sent back. Um, the remaining polar party consisted of four individuals, uh, Robert Falcon Scott, E.A. Wilson, H.R. Bowers, sorry, five people, L.E.G. Oates, and Edgar Evans. Uh, they finally reached the South Pole. It's going to be this week, January 17th, 1912. But unfortunately, about 34 days before they had got there, they had been beaten by, I believe, some Danish explorers. Oh, no, yes, dude. dude. Yes. Uh, How pissed off would you be, Yeah, man? I'd be pissed off. Not only would I be pissed off about that, but they never made it back. Oh, no. Yes. Even worse. Yes. One the of the Danes explorers, Evans, them. died on Beardmore oh. Glacier on Damn. February 17th. Food and fuel supplies were low. They got caught in a blizzard. Eventually, there was three people left. Uh, they were bound into their tent by another blizzard and basically kind of just froze to death. Jesus. Final, uh, Robert Falcon Scott's final entry into his diary came on March 29th. That's crazy, dude. Yes. Uh, they ended up finding him. Another, some other people went out and actually ended up finding him, but they were frozen dead, dude. That's fucked up. I know. It's crazy. Here's some other cool stuff that happened in history. 1967, first Super Bowl game. Green Bay Packers wow. defeat the Kansas City Chiefs by a score of 35 to 10. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Here's another cool thing. And I talked about this. I'm, we may bring this in, the, in a future episode of Hardly a History here. Okay. But uh, History Creeps that I used to do with Johnny Townsend back in the day before yeah, yeah. Carter joined. Oh, I forgot it just used to be you. Yeah, there was a story that I brought about the Great Molasses Flood in Boston. Oh, I remember hearing about that. That happened this week, 1919, dude. Can't you still go to certain places and smell the molasses? It's oh, what we're going to be there. We should go and check it out. That's what it says. On, on certain hot days in, in certain parts of the town there, the city, you can you can smell molasses still kind of baked into some of the brick <laughs> buildings, dude. That's wild. Yeah, man. All righty, ready? January 18th of 1871, the German Empire is established. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And we know how all that treks out through the rest of 1871, history. 1871, is that what you said? 1871. How about a year earlier? 1870, the donkey appears as a symbol of the United States Democratic Party in a Thomas <laughs> Nast cartoon. Jeez. And Isn't yeah. that crazy, dude? And it's crazy when you think about the two parties, our political parties, the Republicans and the Democrats. Because back then, uh, I mean, even before that, their their views were like almost the opposite of what they are today. It's crazy, dude. They're, yeah, this week, there's so many different things that happens this week in history. Oh, dude. It, yeah. Again, history is history. Fif- 1547. Holy shit. Think of this era. 1547. Okay. Ivan the Terrible was crowned czar and grand prince of all Russia. Wow. Dang, dude. 1993, January 20th of 1993, Audrey Hepburn passed away. Oh. Mm-hmm. 1922, American actress Betty White, who was best known for her comedic work on numerous television shows, was born. 1922. Ah, oh, she just missed it, man. And also, years. in 1899 this week, American gangster Al Capone was born in Brooklyn, hey. New York. Wait till we get into some mafia shit, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, that's, that's your my shit. shit. Uh, 1778, January 20th, um, British explorer James Cook lands on Waimea, if that's how you pronounce it, excuse my pronunciation, and Kauai Island, becoming the first European to visit Hawaii. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's a lot of cool shit when you start looking back through like what happened this week in history. Mm, And so mm -hmm. like we'll see stuff that we recognize because we, you know, it's part of part of things that were were taught to us in school or it's part of recent history. So, you know, it pop culture references or it's just something you've you've learned. But then you see things that you're like, wow, like like that's right. Things happened in the 1700s, 1800s, 1600s. And like you're literally seeing what they were. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Like we're taught history in school. But at least, you know, in high school and even in college, you're taught in units, right? So you're taught about the Spanish Inquisition, and then you go on to another topic, and then another topic, and you don't stop, at least I didn't, I don't know how other people operate, stop and think about the time in the year and say, oh, while this is going on, this thing is also going on at the same time in a different part of the world. Right. It feels so foreign. It feels so like a different- Disconnected. Yes. Yes. Uh, But when you realize how connected it is, it's crazy. Oh, I know, dude. January 20th, 1793. Louis XVI, the last Bourbon king of France, is executed by guillotine in Paris during the French Revolution. Damn. What what year was that? Hold on. What was it? That was 1793. So we are already a country. We're 20 years into being a country. You don't think of that. The French Revolution. Yeah, man. 
we're a country already. Yeah. So not only did we just fight for our independence, now we're watching another country who helped us yeah. go through their shit too. Interesting. How do you typically find your stuff, dude? Like, do you, when whenever you get into a specific topic or something, are you like renting books and listening to audio books, or are you watching documentaries or um, listening to podcasts? Sometimes it's like I watch a movie. Um, and I'll be like, oh, this is kind of cool. Let's see, because obviously, and, and this is something I'm going to bring up in a little bit later too the dramatization in a movie you got to look at okay what's true what's you know what did they fabricate a little bit cool and then i'll kind of just dive into things like that or if it's just a topic that kind of interests me if it's something i stumble across wherever because then again there are time periods where it's just that's what i'm interested in so sweet let's transition into our next topic then uh this is not hardly awesome so we're not doing a regular check this out we're doing a hardly history check this out Basically, what are the kinds of shows we like to watch? Movies, things that are historical yeah, that inform what we're doing or seeing. There's one that I'm watching right now. Okay, it's on Hulu, and it's it's an old series. When I say old, it's been a, if a year, like a couple years. It's not okay. like it's brand new. Okay, um, but it's called The Foods That Made America. Oh, interesting, dude. The, I, it is not what I thought it was going to be. Right? I thought it was going to be like, hey, like let's focus show. on the hamburger. Like, why is this important like to one American of those, culture? One of those, um, like travel channel shows. Yeah. No, what this is is a dramatization style, his, like historical docu series. Okay. That tells us the start of Hershey oh. Heinz. Like all of these these titans, Companies. these guys when yes. they started it and how they started it. Birdseye is on it. Um, oh, okay. They follow Post. Kellogg's dude I cannot believe how like crazy cool and interesting this stuff is in terms of like the historical piece of it the stories Mm -hmm. behind it how these these companies were built where they came from so like for instance Kellogg's Kellogg's cornflakes cereal right Mm -hmm. did you know that that was started by a psychiatrist no I did not he ran a hospital right Mm -hmm. and Part of his thing about getting people better mentally and the things they're dealing with was not just medicine and physical activity, but also their nutrition. And so he came up with his own ah. kind of cereal. And it wasn't a cornflake, though. It was it was more like grape nuts, right? Ah, okay. So that's what he, he literally made that. One of his patients was Post. I forget his first name. <laughs> but this dude loved that cereal. He ended up like working there with them. Huh. And then stole the recipe. Stole it? And started his own company selling grape nuts, post-grape nuts. So Kellogg's, his brother works for him. His brother's like, look, we should sell this and make money ourselves. This is your recipe. And the doctor's like, no. We're not doing That's that. That's not what it was about. It was about so getting people better. His that his brother, you know, the younger brother helps him still do this and he works in the kitchen making these this cereal. Well, one day they left out these loaves of whatever because when they make it, they're like these bricks of, of whatever, and they break it up in the, into the cereal, right? So somebody had left it out overnight and it wasn't supposed to. So now it was gonna be like it's it's Thrown stale. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, you know what? Let's start over. He goes, let's see if we can't just grind it up again and go from there. So they're putting this stale things into this grinder thing and it starts coming out in the flake form. And he looks at it and he's just like eating it. And he's like, hang on a second. <laughs> Cornflakes are born. God damn, dude. And it's then he like, ends up um, getting it. He ends up getting it from his brother, right? He buys... Well, what happens is there's this fire and, and the fucking... The the hospital almost burns to the ground. Oh, Jesus. And the brother says, listen, I'm going to give you money to build your hospital back, but I'm also buying the recipe from you. I want to huh. buy the, the cereal. And his brother's like, all right, here, you can buy it. Fine. Interesting. And he goes off and then it becomes the war. Kellogg's versus against Post. Post. Huh. Bro, it's crazy good. Like I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. The foods um, that made America, dude. It's like when I was in high school chemistry class, we were using a, a, por- a, a mortar and pedestals to yes. grind things up. Right? Yes, exactly. And if you flipped it over and you looked at the brand name, it was Coors. Mm-hmm. And my teacher explained it to us. Uh, that's the beer company. Because what had happened was Coors was looking, I, I believe what was happened was they were looking for a new sort of material and receptacle and something to store their beer in. And they came across this and they found out it's actually really good for 
other purposes. So yeah. they said, all right, well, we're going to make that too and make some extra money on the side. And now Coors is making mortar and pedestals for <laughs> chemistry classes in high schools, dude. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, it's wild. But dude, yeah, that's that's a very cool uh, show that I'm actually currently watching. You said it's on Hulu? Yeah, it's on Hulu. And okay. there's another one too. I think it's called The Toys That Made America. Which which I haven't oh, I even know looked the one at on, yet. I know there's one on Netflix. You got the movies that made us, and then you have the oh, toys yeah. that made us too, which well, is a pretty cool one. Well, I don't know if the toys that made America on Hulu, because well, I think the they same. come from the History Channel. Mm. I don't know if it's got the same kind of concept as the one I'm watching about Probably the not. food. Yeah. Um, but dude, the food one's fucking phenomenal. If you're interested in that at all, like just even the historical part of it mm. and how these companies were made, uh, it's insane. It's mm. it's totally and plus that you learn about a lot of stuff too yeah. because like bird's eye right like this dude is is like working in Alaska and shit and he knows like just from like the Inuit and the people who live there mm-hmm. how to preserve the food in the freezing temperatures and oh, like yeah, flash yeah. freezing but back in the day that wasn't a thing no there was no such thing as frozen food and if you had frozen food it was already rotten when it was frozen and then given to you yeah like yeah. it's yeah there was no crazy freezes. dude like just just the historical piece of it when you hear about what life was like in those early days when there was like no fda yeah so yeah yeah, yeah dude. whatever was in the food was in the food you know it's like mm-hmm. they just put whatever the fuck they wanted in it and said it could do whatever the fuck they said it would do you know what i mean yeah Cures blindness. Eat these well, vegetables. That, then you, then, yeah, see, so you're getting into a lot of the, um, uh, uh, what the fuck were they called? The medicine men, the miracle Snake workers. oil salesmen, yeah, yeah. Snake oil salesmen going around with their wagon and saying, oh, here's this. This will cure this. And they're just giving them fucking morphine and shit and getting Crazy these people shit, drugged dude. up. And, yeah. yeah, man. What about uh, you, dude? What do you shit. what do you watch for in terms of historical? Oh, so shit? I'll, I'm going to bring one that I actually, I was like, all right, what can I bring and talk about? And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh. 1995. Okay. Academy Award winning movie. Ooh. Three hours long, starring, directed, and produced by Mr. Mel Gibson. The Passion of the Christ? No, that was in the 2000s. <laughs> Do you see that for real, they are bringing it. They're, they're, they're doing a sequel. They're making a second one? Yes, that's legit. Is he any part of it? I don't know. Oh, my God. But they're making a, a, a sequel to The Passion of the Christ. I still I know never what saw you did the first last one. supper. <laughs> That's not true. Dude. That's not the no, not the tagline's not but true. But that's what they're they're actually making one. Yeah. I never saw the first one. I remember when that came out. That was a big deal. But yeah, I never I've actually never seen that movie. Um, for as big of a thing as that was when it came out. But no, I'm talking Braveheart. Sir William Wallace and the, the Scottish Revolution back in the uh, the 1500 15 no, 1200s, late 1200s. Because this I love this fucking movie. I love the history behind this movie and I love the Again, the over-romanticization of, of the character of William Wallace, but it's a good... Movies like this are awesome launching points because as I'm watching this movie, I'm familiar with it, I kind of was on my phone pulling up the actual history of what happened. You oh, I do that all the time, You can see the historical inaccuracies yeah. that they changed for dramatic effect. But it's a good launching point to dive in and start learning something new and... and so what's the point things. of the to, to Braveheart? What, like for anybody it? who doesn't know the historical piece, like what is it that they're commenting on with this movie? So Braveheart's basically the story of William Wallace and him leading the rebellion against the English crown, um, basically for their freedom up in Scotland because mm-hmm. the British were just shit. They're trying to do away with the Scottish so much so that they said, all right, well, we'll just breed them out and, and go that racist way. shit, dude. Yeah, it is, dude. Isn't um, it crazy? Shit doesn't change. Shit does and it's, not change. And it's not, yes, I understand in this country, in our history, the context of black versus white, but it wasn't always skin color versus skin color. It was, they're Scottish, we're English, Religious, religious. They're Irish, we're English, fuck them. Wherever religious. the line was in the in the land, that's, yes, that's it. Because, you know, you start looking into it, and um, Edward the Longshanks did go on a conquest. Why'd they call him Longshanks? Did he literally wear Longshanks? I don't know. I didn't I'll see. Bet I was wondering did, why they called him Longshanks, but I didn't see anything. I um, love that about those old days, dude, is like the names the you had was whatever people. like your profession uh, what's word his name? was. Um, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, these, yeah. These, these subtitles for people. But um, but no, Edward Longshanks actually did go on a, a pilgrimage on a... Um, the Holy Wars? Yeah. What are they called, though? There's the name for them. Um, Crusades. The Crusades. He did go off on one of the Crusades. But again, to see all these different things that are going on at the same time, Pope uh, Clement V come into power at that time as well. But then again, seeing the historical inaccuracies between what really happened and the actual the actual movie, and then and yeah. then seeing the creative liberties that they took because you don't know exactly all the fine details. Yes, there are some things that are chronicalized um, to a degree because let's face it, who writes history? The winners, bro. The winners, exactly. Right. So not unless anymore, you stumble though, upon that's the thing now, right? Like I feel like that used to be 
the case. Everything we know uh, uh, about history up to a certain point in history was written by winners. But then... I'd say the, the turning point was Vietnam. With the advent of 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 kind of being able to broadcast things, the, as the world got more cycle. and more smaller, right? Yeah. As the world, we got smaller and smaller. Um, it's just that everyone has a way of documenting things now. So you may not be the winner. Mm-hmm. You might be the loser in this, but people will know your perspective now. And they'll yes. be able to understand kind of the bigger picture. But no, I love historical period pieces like this because, and especially that time period too, the old school medieval times. Yeah, you like that. Because um, again, it's they're enjoyable stories. I just love that time period and they're launching points to start doing your own research and looking into other things. And rabbit holes are great, man, sometimes. You just fall down a fucking rabbit hole on Wikipedia and you're just bouncing around yeah, reading dude. all this information. Hell yeah, you dude. Know? And I'll go from, and then it'll link you to something. You're yes. like, fuck, let me see what happened there. Well, Wikipedia is not like you it was backwards. when I was in high school. No. Um, it's actually it's a moderated lot more reliable now. of a source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a lot more trustworthy. And especially if if you go with the, with the like if you how it cites things, too. Mm-hmm. If you go down and see where they got their information you can from. follow those links and read yeah. those links, too. Exactly. Yeah. To speak to what we were discussing earlier as we opened the show, music uh-huh. and metal, mm-hmm. there's a docuseries that was done... Uh, probably 10 years ago, 15 years ago, okay. this dude decided he wanted to do a documentary about metal and heavy metal music and like the Word. history of it, how it sprang, and then what it kind of evolved into and all the different branches of it. Okay. It's called Heavy, the story of metal. Oh, I think I've seen that on one of the streaming services. I say you check it out, dude. That'll yeah. give you a very cool appreciation for the music and then see if you if it interests you in checking it out. I think I may have even added it to my list. To check out. Yeah, I would say check that out. Okay. Yeah, there's a whole... Dude, there's so many different documentaries and series that are See, out my there. See, dad, my dad watches a lot of um, um, History Channel. He yeah. always did. He loves learning about history. He he loves the um, History Channel, TLC. He used to like before it became what it is now. Or Military Channel. Is that military still a thing? Military Channel. He used to watch Where they show nothing too. but the war stuff. Um, or like, and he's coming from the military. Like He's an old uh, Air Force guy. His, yeah. dad, his dad, my mom's dad, were both in World War II, and it's... They've still got some of the old photos and shit. That's crazy, right? Um, and there's, uh, I've seen some shit, and it's like, wow, man, this is. But I, you know what else I watched this weekend, which is a good, good launching point again. What's that? The Mummy, the 1999 version with Brendan Fraser. That's Rachel your Weiss. shit, though, dude. That's there's and your when archaeology, I was a kid, dude. That's I was so into Egypt, man. That was my shit. I was growing. I feel up like and all, I a lot of kids are, though, to be right? An Egyptologist. Yeah, you wanted to books. learn that shit. I always loved going to the Museum of Science because they had the uh, the Egypt exhibit with the mummies and shit in there. I remember when I was a kid, there was this thing where they brought, I don't know if it was like a little mini bus or something around, okay. but it was about to teach us about Egyptology and all oh, this shit. Oh, really? Cool. And dude. I remember like going in there and they teach you about hieroglyphics and then mm-hmm. they taught you how to like write your name in hieroglyphics. Oh, dude, I used to have a book and I never <laughs> read it, but they would teach you the language in hieroglyphics. Really? Yeah. All right, dude, let's get back into We're going to go into our favorite historical topics, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Cool. Be right back. This class is perhaps the greatest archaeological discovery of our time, a dwelling called the Split Level Ranch. Marvelous. What's this, Professor? Mm-hmm. Ah, a spherical object. They used to hurl at each other with great velocity while others looked off. <laughs> What's this? Ooh. Oh, this device produced excruciatingly loud noises to which they would gyrate in pain. <laughs> Professor! What is it? Odd. What is it? Choice of a new generation. I say, I say, I say, this must be Frankie and Johnny at St. Claude and Franklin, home of the easiest credit men in town. Newlyweds, bankrupt, or on Social Security? When the others say no, we say yes. Let them have it with no problem. Man, I've been everywhere. Everywhere I go, they say no credit, no deal. I need some credit now. You come to the right store, baby. See the special man. Let them have it. Yeah, you're right. I say, I say, I say, who say, I say, I say, Frankie say, I say, I say, when all the other stuff says no, Frankie says yes. See the special man. Let them have it with no problem. Come see Frankie and John at Easy Credit Store in town. And we've got 30 years of making your bad credit good. 
I say, I say, when you buy from me, you get chicken box free. Right now, Frankie and Johnny's is going to let you have a free 10 or 5-piece chicken box. Tastes like mama. I'm a big dude. i got a big appetite. There's only one place that can satisfy my big appetite. China Star. It's mouthful of deliciousness. Look at the size of these crab legs. Shovel up. Spicy beef. It's a sledgehammer of flavor. Forget the forks, they got meat on a stick. And this is the face wearing out my eating mouth. Don't you get the food, bluesy China star? All right, dude, this is going to be our main topic. We're going to talk about just our favorite like, eras, t- topics in history, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, what is it that with this show in the future, whenever we decide we want to just do this, we're going to tell Anthony, we don't care if you're out of town or not. You're just not recording yeah. with us. <laughs> we want to talk history. No, anytime we do hardly history, dude, like what kind of stuff do you really want to dive You know what we'll do? We'll into? show up like a couple hours earlier. And then when he gets here to record the episode, we're like, oh, we're done, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, my, so when Your I went favorites. to school, yeah. when I went to school and was studying, uh, no, in college, oh, okay. it was coming down to, you know, if this is what I'm actually going to do. Uh, instead of moving to California, right? I need to start developing what time period I want to study, and that's what I'm going to study for my life, right? Like your your main focus. Yes, yes. Um, and I was torn between two different time periods, um, one of which I could have stayed at University of Buffalo and gotten in good with one of the professors mm-hmm. there because she does stuff. Uh, she used to do stuff in Europe um, all the time. So that time period. But then the other one, which is the one I had decided this is what I'm going to go and do and study, and this is what I'm going to dedicate myself to is nautical archaeology. In the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Underwater archaeology. Because of because of uh, Jack Sparrow? Because of the pirates. Because of that time period. I love that fucking sort of just, we're going to go out on the water. I, I love the ocean to begin with. Yeah. I love bodies of water, yeah. large bodies of water. So you pull that in with history and just being underwater, and it's like, ah, this is fucking awesome, man. Okay. So that's what I was going to do. That's the that's the time period I was going to study and and I mean, it worked good with the War, War of 1812 dig I did at Old yeah. Fort Niagara because it's that time period, maybe a little before too. Is it the romanticized piece of like the swashbuckling lifestyle? I think so, yes. Yeah, and I just wanted to hang out in the Caribbean. I'm like, all right, that's where I want to hang out, man. I'm going to get a place down there. I'm just going to live down there. And Except just... when the fucking hurricanes come through, well, bro. <laughs> is what it is, man. Those are you know some destructive mean? bitches, man. Um, but those are probably two of my favorite time periods in history. Again, I, like I said, I love, I love the world wars just because of what they were because it was just the entire world at war fighting each other yeah and it's good against evil again from the perspective of the winners uh and the way you look at it because obviously it is good against evil you know interesting i love uh again the the medieval times going back to i, I studied a lot of that in college too are you interested at all about the, the idea of whether or not King Arthur was a real king type of a thing? That oh, whole yeah, kind dude, of mythology. I have, I have the the a copy of uh, obviously not like an original, but a reprint of the first book that mentions him, written by Gregory of Manmouth. Okay, but yeah, that shit interests me too because it's like people were written out of history. If yeah. if the people over overtook the crown overthrew him and put in a different power people were just written out of history they said we want nothing to do with this person and, and you're discovering all kinds of new shit that you thought oh this king ruled from this time to this time you discover something and you're like oh wait a minute here this king actually didn't rule this whole time there was another person in between here i've always been intrigued with stuff like that too like how like when we come across writings mm-hmm. and how do we sit back and say like how do we know for sure that it's real or if it's story. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Certain ones that are get are, are so old you start looking at it and because they reference historical things or things that we took as having happened, so this yeah. is history, does that make it true the entire thing regardless? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, then there's, you start there's, getting into historical theory. Exactly. You know I mean? And that's what I see. I love that shit too, dude. Like, yeah. So yeah, when it comes to like the King Arthur thing, I've always thought was kind well, of there cool. Was, um, there was a guy in, I believe it was Egypt. He was at a market was at some stand or stall or store where somebody was selling manuscripts, and he found this manuscript and was able to identify that it was written in ancient Sanskrit. So he bought it. So I don't know if he deciphered it or had someone decipher it, but it actually turned out to be the Book of Mary Magdalene. So it's like you find these manuscripts or these objects or these things that, yeah. that lead into other things and open up this huge 
Because, I mean, the, uh, the Council of Nicaea disregarded all kinds of shit. Oh, dude. of course. Like, yeah. I, I even think there's a, um, a book of, um, um, uh, what's the guy's name who betrayed Christ? I think there was a whole book for him too. Oh, there's a whole bunch of different books that you they You know what I mean? But and it's again, lost. And and one of the things that really I'm sorry to keep interrupting. No, it's this fine. is my shit. <laughs> one of the things that really interests me and I would love to know more about, and I don't know if we ever will, is the Library of Alexandria. What was housed in that library that we lost during the fire? I mean But again, how much of that is real history? How much of it is is mythical? Yeah. Because let's let's talk about well, the Library of Alexandria, I believe, was real. I don't think it was No no no, not that, but the the writings in them. Oh, true. Right? true you know true. what I mean? Like the idea that even we know that in, in ancient times that, you know, people believed in, in, in the, 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 the foretelling of the oracles. Right, yes. like these women would tell them what the future would be, but and a lot of they're drugged. Too. <laughs> you know, they're all fucking yeah, drugged yeah, yeah. out and shit. Yep. Or, or like when I was just talking about the 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 thing with King Arthur, right? Mm-hmm. So if this guy was a historical king, if there really were the Knights of the Round Table, if that was a legit thing, then does that mean was there really a Merlin the magician? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, and and or is it magic in terms of their what they considered, what they considered magic? magic? Because you know? back then they didn't understand things like we do nowadays. Exactly. So, yeah, dude, it's interesting. Maybe he was just somebody who knew how to read, you know, the weather and things. And so he mm-hmm. could say, oh, it's going to rain tonight. And then it so rains. he was just ahead of his time. Yeah, right? Yeah. For me, dude, I love that stuff too. Like, like I'm not a big fan of, of fictional things, like watching like Game of Thrones and that shit. Like the era yeah, yeah, is yeah. not what, but when we go history, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, man. Oh, yeah. Get me all, because I love learn. like I, I want to be able to read the actual historical writings of the oh. earliest stuff we have yes and some of that stuff we have is norse is from the vikings is from the kings and the queens and these and these kind of ancient tribes of of europe right mm-hmm. and of asia and, and feudal and systems and all that stuff fascinates the shit out of me and that's the thing too like in mm-hmm. my mind it feels like it all takes place in a specific order but but a doesn't. lot of it's it took place, place at the, the same, same time. time. Yes, it's crazy. Yes. I love, uh, so I love that stuff. But as much as I love like ancient history and European history, I mean, some of the stuff that just for me is is where it's at is our our country. So like oh, yeah. the beginnings of our country, the, yep. Yep, the, the revolution, you know, the revolution go into like uh, industrialization to part of our country, mm. how we started dirty, build, dirty time. building, you know, buildings and moving out west. So at the same time as New York, is actually starting to build into something you know we have a wild west happening too yeah do you know what i mean think about that happening at the same time and that's what i like billy the kid those guys the outlaws i I love that time period too man dude i love that i could talk about that stuff there was if you like reading dude there's this great book by um michael can't remember his last name it starts with a c the guy who wrote jurassic park okay published yes it was published after he died it was called dragon's tooth Okay. It's about this kid uh, at a college who goes out with this paleontology group and kind of gets roped into this Western thing. He's out there with Wyatt Earp and all this shit, dude. It's a really great book. Um, <clears throat> so I recommend that one. But Yeah, dude. it's uh, I love all of that stuff. Yeah. Turn of the century stuff. Absolutely love that stuff. Uh, I love like the early 1900s. Yes, I love like thinking about like what New York looked like before it was New York. Like, you ever see what Gangs of New now? York? Oh, God, not in a long time. But that whole idea, like what Long Island looked like, it was just ramshackle little shacks. Buildings, yes. Do you know what I mean? Not even buildings yet. No buildings. It's shacks. It's all like shacks and and those little things. Like it's 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 crazy. It's like like the old villages, like Salem Village or something like that, just on steroids. Yeah. Because it's cool. Because when we were sitting at your hive, it might have been for one of the Bills games. And I was looking at these old photos of Buffalo. Yeah. And you're looking at like... Washington Square, and you're like, yeah, that's not what it looks like now. Those buildings right. aren't even there; they look completely different, right. way taller now. That's the stuff that fascinates me, dude. Yeah, I man. love, I love that. I love learning about the people who emigrated to this country and made the country mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that that part of history. Then, man, then we get into crime. Like, I am just a huge yeah, fan of dark, like you. You love the dark side of history, the mafia. Right? Like, oh. I'm a huge organized crime fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we talk about that, like, we could get into oh you ever seen the movie lawless no that's a good one no no prohibition no dude i uh yeah i love touchables yeah that's a good one yeah that's a really good one again and i and i and i pull a lot from like hollywood movies because again it's a good launching point and that's what gets you interested in that stuff right because if you haven't seen indiana jones do you really get interested in this idea of being 
an explorer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. don't watch the Cari- Pirates of the Carib- Caribbean, Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it, are, does that give you any kind of interest in pirates? Because, like, let's let's face it. Nowadays, that's what's needed to get that interest in in from Younger people. Otherwise, it was like for me, it was comic books. It was mm-hmm. it was TV and movies though when I was a kid. You know what I mean? So like, Goonies. yeah, pirates, oh, dude. Yes, forget man. it. Fucking a. without the Goonies, am I going to be into pirates? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I know. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's what this is going to be, dude. We're going to talk Sweet. history. We're going to get into all this shit. Word. Queen Anne's revenge, Blackbeard. You know they still haven't found his his his, his treasure. treasure. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. You know what um, one I brought today I was going to talk about because it kind of tied into uh, my first story of the Pole, uh, South Pole Expedition was uh, uh, Shackleton and hey, Endurance. When they found the- they yeah. just found the ship this year. Yeah. And I saw the pictures, and it's immaculate, man. It's, it's crazy. It's such immaculate condition, and it's unreal that they were finally able to find it. How would it feel to be part of that group that's exploring that? Well, not just that, and, but and like, like, you know what other one lo- I, I love, dude? Cataloging the shit you're finding. Titanic. Yeah. I saw they re-released the movie in the 100-year anniversary uh, in IMAX 3D. So I, went, wow. I checked it out, and to see it on the big screen in 3D, just the scenes of the ship underwater. It was it was unreal, dude. That's it insane. Was unreal. I was like, this is so cool. It is crazy. Yeah. I remember when that movie came out, like I knew there was that that romantic side to the like there was the story mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. But I went because I'd heard about the production mm. and how meticulous Cameron was. Uh-huh. And I remember going because I wanted to see the historical feel of it. Like I yes, wanted to be dude. like, this is what it looked like. So the I like I love the movie, but more because of the historical, historical side. aspect of it. Story's yes, okay, dude. fine, there's yeah, this thing yeah, happening. The romance, but-, but it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's just like I and I've saw that movie like three or four times by myself at theaters. I just kept going just to just watch this yeah, thing what it was insane great, i was I'm, I'm such a nerd that i made sure i was in the theater watching that movie right at down to the time a uh, hundred years of when that movie oh that's sang, cool yeah, that's crazy the yeah i'm not much of a nerd <laughs> so anyway that's what this show is going to be dude let's close it out with uh what we learned for the week oh um uh i learned that they still haven't found blackbeard's uh, treasure Ah, there you they go. Found they found the ship. I remember when they uncovered the ship yeah. off the coast of, what was it, one of the Carolinas? Yeah, North Carolina. But yeah, they still haven't found But yeah, that's treasure. where he landed. That's where he brought his booty, if you will. And no one's ever, ever recovered it. I, uh, For me, dude, I learned what, what the whole archaeology thing is now. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's a cool... It's a, It really is cool, dude. It's really this cool thing of you're literally physically uncovering history. Not just like Something figuratively. You know what I mean? have not touched in four five six yeah three thousand years it's pretty dope pretty dope dude this can be fun i like i like talking history shit dude so we can definitely throw these in as much as we want to be honest so all right guys thanks so much for listening we'll see you guys next week this has been hardly history y'all